and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me, Ben Martin, from thebluesguitarshow.com, the podcast that brings you passion, practice and perseverance for your guitar playing journey. Hope everyone is having a good week out there this week and is ready to get stuck into a meaty one today. Today we are talking all things Albert King. Albert King is one of my absolute favourite soloists, one of my favourite blues players, uh, and I'm looking forward to diving in a little bit of a deep dive on how Albert plays and how we can try and emulate how he uses some of these solos. Now, really, he has one of the hardest guitar um, styles to emulate because it was so much based on feel. You know, I think two of my... Two of my favourite players would be Albert King and Albert Collins, and both of them have a similar, a similar thing in that they do so much with so little, and that is that's what makes it frustratingly difficult to try and to try and emulate, but also really really cool when you start diving into it. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to queue up a couple of Albert, uh, Albert King songs. We're going to have a listen to some of the solo parts, learn a little bit of them, learn some of his licks, and then try and dissect what it is that we can take from his licks and put into our own to try and add a little bit of that Albert King feel into our own playing. So the first song that I've got up here um, that we're going to have a quick listen through is uh, Cadillac Assembly. So let's have a quick listen to this one. Particularly, let's pay attention to the guitar solo. Okay, so a couple of observations straight off the bat. So obviously this is the start part of Cadillac assembly line. Um, And he is obviously in a minor pentatonic scale, the minor pentatonic scale of A. And particularly focusing on these three notes. Those ones there, so that would be the A fret 10 on the B string. Then we're on the C fret 8 on the um, first string. And then fret 10 D and then bending that up to E. Now there's not a lot really going on in terms of notes, but you can hear how he gets so much out of sound, so little. Like that beginning part of um, the the whole solo, that sounds like this. You know, he's he's just hammering on that on that E, but it just sounds so cool. And so a lot of it is that um, repeat bending that he does. And so much of it as well is just about this phrasing that he uses that's so um, distinctive, real kind of short, stabby notes. Like he's in total control of how long or short each of those notes are. Now, if we just look at that first part, we're going to be on fret 10 on the on the D. We're going to be bending up to the E on string one. And we go... So we bend twice. Then bend down. Then hit eight, so the C. Then back up. And then this bit, which is I think is a real kind of Albert King signature. That... Uh, so we're going to bend again that 10 up, then hit 10. So we don't hear the bend down, we bend it up, then down to 8, then to, uh, 10 on the string above to that A. But it's that that really quick. 
The other thing that I, I noticed that I think um, comes across a lot in his playing is moving where he's playing the notes. Like, can you hear the difference between this? And... Now, I played the same notes, but the second time I was playing the C fret uh, 13 on the second string instead of fret 8 on the first string. And you notice he does that a lot. He moves the... Then he's straight onto the... Between the A and the C. But this time fret 10 on the B string and fret 13 on the B string. And loads of quick vibrato. Great sound and stuff. Let's have another quick listen and see if we can pick out those things. Yeah, so that end part there. So cool. So that's bending fret 13 on the second string. Go back down to fret 10 on the second string. And then resolving to the C, but this time at fret 8 on the first string. Just giving it that real kind of nice difference in tone. Awesome. Let's have a quick listen to another Albert King classic. Now this one's a live recording of I'll Play the Blues for You. Again, let's have a look at the solo and see what we can see if we can find any commonalities between that and Cadillac assembly line. Another classic Albert King sounding solo. Now, if you didn't notice, we are again in a minor pentatonic scale. This time we're in the key of G. Now, it's in this very similar area of the neck. I'm not totally sure where he plays this one, but it sounds like to me he's using fret 12 on the third string as his root. But he could well also be using um, fret 8 on the second string. Um, but we can hear so many similarities between this and the Cadillac assembly line solo. Uh, we're in a minor pentatonic scale. We are hammering on those bends again. So many. And one thing that he does in this solo, which is cool, is he's doing overbends. So he's bending and then bending up again. Now, tough to do this if you've got um, high gauge strings or you're playing on an acoustic but he does this one lick where he starts at fret 12 on the third string you go down and play fret 11 and 13 and then bend 13 up to 15 so and then bend it from 15 up to uh, up to 16 so Now that's tough to do, so we're going to go bend up to 15, so up to the D, up to D sharp from there, back to D, then 
back for that fret 11, fret 12. And again, loads of vibrato. One thing that I noticed that he doesn't use a lot of double stops. You don't hear much of that. Um, Stevie Ray Vaughan was obviously heavily, heavily influenced by Albert King. But Steve Ray Vaughan really added a lot of those double stops to the kind of style. But one thing that's undeniable is the amount of bending in this, in the, both of these solos. And they're hammering back on the one chord. You know, whatever key he's in, be it uh, the, like the first one in the key of A um, or in the key of G... He just he just repeatedly comes to You know, just keep going back to that one. And it's a really interesting style. It's something that I really like about Albert King's playing. He was very much the innovator of playing that minor pentatonic across all of the chord changes and just hammering back on the one. But it kind of gives his playing, um, in a way it gives it more expression, I think, because he's he's only using expression, if you like. It's almost like he's painting with five colours, you know, rather than painting with hundreds and hundreds. And it's just a really interesting thing because clearly when he goes to the faster licks, he can expand it and he's able to, you know, move around with the chords as he pleases, but chooses not to. And instead chooses to highlight these really cool harmonies using bends. So instead of going... to get up to that D sharp... You know, which might sound quite nice. He chooses to go. You know, just straight in with that minor pentatonic and then adding those in as kind of passing notes or blue notes. It's a really cool style. So when you're having a listen to Albert King stuff, just try and pick out what what minor pentatonic is in because most of his stuff is based around the minor pentatonic a lot of the songs are 12 bars and see if you can try and emulate some of that stuff and at least see if you can find what those notes are because you can find the notes you can usually find a pretty a pretty small box area that he's working from and think about like a couple of the his absolutely signature things like those big bends repeating the bends loads of vibrato and then this lick or depending on what key you're in but that real quick pull off he would quite often sing something and then follow it up with a you know all that is is that's the minor second so it's going from the minor second to the root so if we're in the key of A that would be going from on the bottom string on the uh, E string you'd be going from 8 to 5 so he'd sing something sing something else sing something again you know he's just playing around with those first those first four intervals of the minor pentatonic i mean harmonically it couldn't really be simpler but it's just uh, it's so much fun to play that style and it's really cool so what i'm going to do is i'm going to play a little backing track and i want you to see if you can play in the a minor pentatonic using albert king's favorite area of the next so we're going to be starting on fret 10 on the second string for our a fret 13 for our c Go down a string, fret 10 to 12 for our D and E. And just those four notes. And of course you can bend.
Remember that that D was bent a lot. So let's have a go, a little jam. One, two, three, four. So rewind that as many times as you like, but uh, you can also find plenty of play along backing tracks on YouTube if you want to play along with something in the key of A, just using those first four tones of the minor pentatonic scale in the Albert King area. I'm going to let Albert play us out, but if you haven't done so already, go and grab yourself a copy of the Triad Method from my website. Link is in the show notes below. For me, this was the absolute light bulb thing to help me really get to grips with the fretboard, especially later in life when I started teaching other players. Um, this was really the thing that so many people said, oh my God, I'm so glad you know something's finally clicked and that's what i really really want everybody to have so um head into the link in my show notes below to get access to that don't forget if you want to get access to the lessons that come out on fridays and become a subscriber link is also in the description below it's nice and simple all you got to do is follow the link um send five dollars a month and you'll instantly get access to all of those lessons, which there are over 40 of now, which is really, really cool. Um, complete with all the tab downloads and each week you'll be able to get the unlocked episodes. Have a great week, everybody. I will catch you next time. Cheers to you as always for being listeners and see you later. Are you fully fretboard confident? Do you know where the notes are, how they connect and how they move up and down the strings? My latest book, The Triad Method, is all about using simple three note shapes to completely unlock the fretboard. This book is absolutely full of light bulb moments that are going to demystify the neck three notes at a time. I've compiled a huge number of diagrams, shapes and exercises based on over 10 years of teaching this stuff to make it as simple as possible. Download The Triad Method and see for yourself today. Link is in the description below.